Hey guys! It's just a pineapple. Hey, what's going on, guys? Here at the swamp, getting ready to beat LSU. Y'all tune into Rule Number One podcast on Monday. Oh my God, partner! Welcome in to the Rule One podcast on the hottest day in Florida history. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a hot <laughs> one today for sure. Brian and I were just talking. Uh, Earlier, I was like, he was like, man, he goes, I melted the bottom of my shoes off. And I was like, dude, now you understand what I do every day. Like, I uh, I got home today and, you know, I'm dripping in sweat, this and that. Like, it's an everyday occurrence. And Brian's like, dude, it was hot. And I was like, it's hot every day, Brian. Yeah, but today you. was like a different kind of hot. Today was like, I was telling you earlier, I was like, it made me believe, I won't say in global warming, but like, the planet is changing. In my eyes, right in front of us. It's getting hotter every day and getting colder somewhere else every day. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, we don't have a guest this episode. Yeah, um, we got a furry friend, though. Yeah, we got our... This, this is my dog, Char. Um, y'all have never met Char. Char likes to uh, rip cords out of the soundboard, so we try to keep <laughs> him out of here. But he's uh, he's a mascot, and he's going to hang out with us for a little bit. Um, but yeah, so we don't have a guest this episode, and uh, we're kind of just rolling with it. We, uh, we wanted to talk about a couple things, um, and uh, sounds like we're going to get into some conspiracy theories already. Yeah, well, I had a friend last night reach out to me, and I'm not kidding. I'll show you the text. I'll blur out the name. But he said, man, you're the only person that's going to believe in me. I said, what? He said, I saw a UFO oh tonight. Again. Yes, but it wasn't me. It was the other guy. Like He reached out to me. He's like, man, I saw a UFO tonight. And I was like, oh, my God, what it look like? Like, what, what, what did it look like? And he told me it was like a an orange, I don't know, orb in the sky with no blinking lights that would signify it's a plane. Like, you know, and there wasn't no like rocket trail either. Like you would see SpaceX from Cape Canaveral here shooting something up. And I thought that was so interesting because, yes, I'm a kook. I've had a UFO experience. I'm not saying what it could be. It was just an unidentified flying object. Like, I didn't, I couldn't identify it. But it was like eight lined up balls of light in the sky, right? Nothing else. It was just eight in a row. And the next thing you know, gone. Out of here. Mm. And I, I, was, I was curious. And I was like, man, where'd you see that? And he said, oh, I saw it right here in where we record in Alturas, Central Florida. And, you know, this is a rural area, right? And I got to thinking, man, I was like, gosh, if you were, let's just say not even an alien species, okay? Let's just say the government has something cool lined up in the back door of Hangar 9 and whatever classified bunker, right? Where would you test it at? Like, where, where, where would you test it at? Man, I'm going to the desert. Yeah, but see, I, I, I get that too, but like, there's a lot of people out there with high credentials that are going out in the night sky looking in the desert for this stuff, right? They can't be discredited. Now, if you look at the demographic of Polk County, and, you know, it's not the I best. Take, I take that back. I would say probably Alaska, yeah? honestly. Yeah. Because there is the amount of people per, like, I can't remember the ratio, but it's like the, the percentage of people per square acre is, like, extremely, extremely low. Yeah. Like, so, like... I can see the only that. thing they have to worry about if they crash, like oh, it's in a mountain, nobody ever knows. Like, we gotta get there first. Yeah, yeah, That's I get what, that. And then the only thing, the only way to get around is like these little bush planes, like these little side by planes. So imagine like, like you're sitting there on vacation and you know you're watching the northern lights or whatever, and then all of a sudden, oh, here comes a flash of light. Oh, it's <laughs> nothing. It's 
actually they're just test flying a UFO or something. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's crazy because like talk about the government real quick. How they did confirm that? Yes, yes. Oh my gosh! Like, I don't know if it's just a ploy to hide something up that they're doing, you know, in the background of things. But the United States government held a congressional hearing with three witnesses. I'm going to say this. If you are caught lying in a congressional hearing, that is perjury, which means you are going to jail. So these three men believe in their stories so much. And I'm not going to lie. I believe in a couple of them too. Uh, One's a David Fravor, a former Navy pilot saw his um, video or saw his UFO out in the Gulf of California, I believe. On and a these, these videos are out for the public to see, yeah. too. Every single one of the experiences have been caught on camera. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I thought it was interesting because, you know, like the, U- the United States military has, like, all this high-tech technology, right? Well, all these videos are so blurry. Like, you really can't tell yeah. what's going on. But, you know, there's a rash explanation for this. David Fravor says you, the video's blurry because we don't want our enemies to see how good of technology we have when it comes to tracking objects or seeing objects in the sky. He's like, you're going to get the lowest res video and the lowest, you know, whatever quality to, you know, show that, you know, we're not going to give all of our, you know, hands out in the game. But there's three, like, he had a sighting. The other guy was David Gersh. David Gersh claims to be a former um, national security agent, I believe. And he's came out and he's had some crazy, crazy uh, claims. Um, UFO the size of a football field. He said he's talked to all these people that are involved in a UFO crash retrieval program. Now, let's take a second and actually think about that. A UFO crash retrieval program. Like, you you really think that the United States government could hide something like that? I honestly think, like, the whole Area 51, now that it's so exposed, doesn't have much in there. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. And, uh... But I do think there was one point in time where, like, there's... I mean, listen, guys. And I am not a conspiracy theorist at all. Brian is 10 times more than I am. Um, But think about this. We have several branches in the military. We have Army, Marines, Navy, Air Force. Space uh, Force. I'm getting there. (laughs) Army, Marines, Navy, uh, Air Force, uh, Coast Guard. uh, I feel like I'm missing one. National Guard, maybe? No, that's part Army. Okay. Um, But, uh, and then Space Force is uh, is the sixth one. But why is there a branch of the military designated for objects and things coming from outer space? Like a whole branch of the military, basically, quote unquote, astronauts, if things aren't out there. Funding, like there's billions upon billions of dollars going into this thing. Like Like your tax dollars are made to protect from foreign things coming to this planet. That's crazy. And the the fact that, you know, these three men went on the, in front of Congress and had this hearing with them and made all their claims, dude, it is crazy to think that we're not alone. Like our... Sorry, let me rephrase that. It is crazy to think that we're not alone. You know, mm-hmm. like there are millions of galaxies. I, I my one of my favorite uh, expressions is, you know, our galaxy is a piece or a grain of sand on a whole beach. You're telling me this shit can't happen somewhere else? Yeah. <laughs> like, For real. you can tell me that a civilization couldn't develop. I don't know, a hundred thousand years before us. 
Think about how advanced they would be. Think about how advanced we are now, man. We've got a Mac there, a laptop there, connected to that phone there, recording sound on this thing. That's all going to go together and put on a video. Meanwhile, we have a TV there that shows cool graphics too. Like, if somebody was a thou- or 100,000 years ahead of us, sci-fi, it's not fiction, man. That, like, you got to think about all the developments and all the like, thought processes that change throughout time that lead to technology. Yeah. And if somebody was that far ahead of us, no wonder they could come and visit us. They probably think we're a bunch of primal apes that just throw bullets around at each other. Like, I'd probably keep my distance, too, from this planet and study us a little bit. Yeah, from a Christian standpoint, too. Like, if you look um, at some of the Bible verses, it says God created the heavens and the earth that's and all that's favorites. within them. Yes. And, uh, and so, if you look at it, if he's... You know, they say uh, God is, you know, he, he created time, so he's not involved in time. And so if he's, like, he always has been and always will be. And it's hard to wrap your mind around it because we ha- we live in this concept of time. And so he wouldn't have created something that he already dwells in, which people say is like heaven or whatever. And so the thought behind it is the heavens, meaning the stars, the moon, everything out there. And everything above us because we have this natural concept of the heavens is above us and the hell is down. Yeah. And so think about all the stuff out there that he created the heavens and the earth. And people say all the time where like, you know, I wish like, I wish I had this answer and this and that. And it's like, well, you know, it doesn't involve you. God gave you these things in the Bible to focus on purposely. Yes. And so he didn't need to put in every single detail. So I feel like there is, like, even if there is other life out there, which it seems like to be, you yeah, know. Blunt. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It seems like the government has confirmed it and everything like that. So if there is other life there, it is very selfish of us to think that he only created us on Earth and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of galaxies out there. Like yes. the heavens, yes. quote unquote. You know and what I mean? My favorite, my favorite response to that, because I've, I've used that when I've talked to aliens with Christian believers. I'm a Christian. Like, You've talked like, to aliens? Yeah. No, like I'm talking about I, I get the top you. of aliens Christians. <laughs> and the, my favorite response to that is, well, God didn't mean it like that. How the hell are you going to know what God means, dog? Like, how are you going to tell me that you know what God meant by writing that down? There's all kinds of stuff in the Bible that are it's figuratively and non, like, it's not literal. Like, there's all kinds of stuff throughout the text, and you yes don't know what no. God's thinking. Yeah, there's it, it's different interpretation. That's why you get different denominations and things like that. But I feel like, and I actually, I was just talking to my buddy about this, and, uh, and I said, I am... I would say I'm non-denominational as a Christian, and so I don't, I don't want to be sectionalized of as like say necessarily Presbyterian or Baptist or Methodist or whatever, mm-hmm. because I personally focus on there's three things in the whole entire world you got to focus on if you as a Christian is that Jesus had to come die for your sins, Jesus died for your sins, and Jesus rose again, and so that's a big thing. And if you know those three things, you can go to heaven and truly believe them. And so my thing is, why are we all so caught up in all the other stuff just focus on that and the other parts just kind of a guide man like another good point i bring up to the bible too like with this topic is uh people always like in the bible it says god has a purpose you know you never know what he's like you know it's never clear what his purpose is what if he created these other beings right for a purpose for us that we have no idea yet like what if like 20 years from now there's an asteroid hurling out of earth because you know there's millions of those out there and maybe their purpose is to save us. 
that day. You know, maybe that's why they were like made. That's why God has them out there for us. But it's so crazy to think about. We're in a time that, you know, is socially, social justice is at its all time high with people. You know, you can be, do whatever you want, right? You go back 50 years. That's not the case. All right. Aliens. The government has came out and said like, hey, they are real. Non-biological entities were found at crash sites of these UFOs. Like, non-biological from Earth, right? And 50 years ago, if you go do that, you're a nut job. You are a wacko. The government is going to say, this guy is off his rocker. But now look at it, dude. We are going through so much immense change in the last 20 to 15 years. Imagine what the next 20 is going to be like, right? Yeah. Imagine what's coming for us now. It's it's mind boggling. You never know. Yeah, seeing pictures. I was actually just scrolling through like a photo album of my family. Um, there was a couple different pictures or whatever. It was some event. Um, and uh, and it was like there was these the big box TVs in the background and uh, <laughs> and and like the whole styles have changed and the pictures are you know practically the the you know this disposable camera type stuff mm-hmm. and everything like that. And it's like, listen, this was when I was like eight nine years old i'm 23 now like that is not that long yeah and so and for now i mean me as a photographer i'm taking pictures and i'm messing with pixelations i can literally go on my computer and take a picture of a pasture and ai a cow into the pasture yeah and it's like well that video that you sent me on instagram the other day of a how you have like a horizontal camera set like kind of like we do yeah and like you're like trying to make it into a full screen size reel yeah. Well, like the it's AI because c- your your ratio to explain that to people. So whenever you take a side picture, like say landscape. for instance, a, yeah, say landscape. So say you just take a picture with a normal camera like this. You know how you would normally look through it. Whenever you try to convert it into a reel, the sizing is a sixteen by nine, and so your your aspect ratio is completely different. So basically, whenever you try to make a horizontal picture or video into a sixteen by nine, it compresses the file, and it, you have to zoom in way too much, yeah. and it makes it blurry and crappy and everything. So continue and. It, it would take the, you know, that landscape video and it would create settings based off of what it sees around the AI would. Like, that's crazy. And the guy showed a picture, I think, at the end of his video of, like, his actual setup. And it it's was spot close. on. Yeah. It was spot on. And we have created that. Humanity has created that. And it, my next thing is the superconductor. I don't know if you've heard about that. Like that. Okay. So a superconductor is like this big, huge battery, right? That has, you know, it can do immense power. It can hold immense power. But the problem has been you've had to keep these big superconductors really cold so they don't have excess heat. Like, you know, foam batteries do when they charge. It's like off put heat and you have to keep them, you know, very self. They're really big. You have to keep them contained in one big area. Well, now I guess I think it was a Korean group. Um, they've created the first room temp and, you know, oh, pressure. You have to have immense amount of pressure on it to make it work. Uh, so like a vacuum kind of? Yeah. And now this group of scientists have came up with a superconductor that literally looks like those speakers that you plug on the wall, like the t- TikTok viral things. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how it can be used at room temperature and used at asp- like atmospheric pressure i think it was some weird word like that and it means pretty much you can use it on the surface right 
the the technology advancement in that it could power the whole world like if you had three or four of those in a, I think it was like a big city the size of like Tampa or something like that, it would power it without having, you know, the output or the, you know, I guess byproduct of how we use electricity today, the hot wires, um, possible flame, flames and stuff happening. Like it could power the whole city of Tampa completely safe and cut energy costs like way down, like almost to where it's free. What do you think is going to happen with that technology? Just, I like, think about that. You could power the whole city of Tampa or Lakeland. Hell, maybe in the state of Florida with like five or six, ten of them. Like, imagine where that's going to lead us in a techno- tech- technological advancement you going want forward. Yes, I do Oop. want your opinion. Char boy's on the move. I know. He's tired of hearing all of our nut job conspiracy theories. Um, honestly, do I think it will ever happen? No. Because if you look at a, <clears throat> if you look at the world today, they look at everything from an economic standpoint. Um, and so if that is true, if so, say you got your one of your little battery deals that can pedal, whatever. I don't know anything about them. Superconductor. So yeah, whatever Iron Man stuff. Um, and so say they have that, okay, and it can power a whole city. That will put thousands of people out of jobs. Yes and no. Yes and no, because it might immediately put you out of job when this new company that's opened up puts this superconductor in. But who is that company going to hire to run those new power lines and run that new equipment to the city to make it, you know, you're going to hire somebody that has... Oh, so you don't need power lines. Or you have to have power lines. I mean, it's more of like a... and I saw an AI generated image of it. So technically there is power lines, but it looked more futuristic, maybe AI crap. But like... The way you would use it, there would be no like heat output from conducting electricity through okay, it. Okay, so that would be the thing. Safer, to find it'd out. be a whole of a lot safer. Uh, what I understood was you'd have it basically on the wall and whatever, and it would just power everything oh, no. to electronic magnets or whatever. Um, and I was like, that would destroy an economy. Oh yeah, I mean 100%. because if they put one of those in every single city in America, think about all those. You know, I mean, big, huge corporations. Yeah. Um, down the drain. And uh, I don't. What do you mean? They'll figure. They'll figure out. A, dude, those guys or bankrupt, corporate period. Yeah, those corporate big cats. They'll figure out a way to get on the money, dude. No shot. Yes. No shot. That company. You put a power unit like that, and say you don't need any linemen. You put it in a room or whatever, and then all of a sudden, <coughs> sorry, Charles. No, he's good. Um, you put that power unit wherever, and it can power a whole entire city. Doesn't need. Um, doesn't need linemen or anything like that. It will destroy the whole entire company. Do you think hundred percent? Do you think that economics is holding us back as a society in technological advancements? A hundred percent. Yeah. Hell, like. So I mean, I'm trying to think of a saying. There's um, I can't think of it. It's, I mean, I can uh, think of three industries it's holding us back in. Well, yeah, medical. Period. Yep. Medical is huge. Um. He's gone again. <laughs> <laughs> Medical's huge. Um, uh, if that were to happen, the electronic industry or um, the power industry, I mean, that would be trashed. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of one more, and I know there's more out there. Maybe the fossil fuels industry, the oil game. Maybe yeah. maybe that yeah. would get ruined by it. Yeah, big time. Because if you can run a motor off of water, actually, that's that's been done. Say, well, yeah. <laughs> But not enough power. Um, I mean, steam engines, period. Um, but 
the problem is water, what people don't realize is water is a, you know, it's not a renewable resource. Mm, yeah. Fresh water. No, no, not fresh water. Not fresh water. Salt water is. Yeah. Well. It's never ending. You're never going to drain the oceans, dude. Unless something cataclysmic it would, has Yeah, been. it would take millions and millions and millions of years to drain them. Well, it depends. I'm saying like something like a meteor hits us or some kind of weird pole shift. That's one. What do you think would happen if instead of using fossil fuels, we somehow were to get salt, like use salt water for like motors and everything? How fast do you think it would be to drain the ocean? Mm, uh, because think about it. It'd be it. quick because, I mean, there's like 7 billion people on this planet. And there's a lot of cars out there and a lot of vehicles out there. But, like, at the same time... Think about how many gallons you put in your truck every week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think... But also, at the same time, we're doing we're already doing that with fossil fuels. And our byproduct is yeah. ultimately hurting the earth. I'm not a big believer in, like, the climate change. I think it does have an effect on climate. But, like, if you look at the history of the world, or the earth itself, I should say, it's constantly changing, dude. Like, the continents have shifted several times there's been an ice age so you gotta think this whole planet's been frozen before and you know it's it's always going up and down in temperature so like i look at it more as like all right the earth's literally changing in front of us it's become a different environment it's getting hotter and man i'm 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 not afraid that i'll see it in my lifetime but i'm afraid that like one day like it might get too hot here and something wild might happen something mother nature might do to cool this place off Ice Age Part 2. I don't know. I try to... I go back and forth on the environment stuff because I know there is a huge thing. Like, there's a huge issue with it. One, it's the the trash, period. I mean, heck. Byproduct of humanity is terrible. Yeah, yeah, heck. You go kayaking down a river and there's just... All you can see is a beer can over there and a Coke can over there and a trash... I mean, everything gets drained in rivers and then they go out to the ocean. You see that stuff, but I'm thinking of like those huge... Like mega dump site landfills well, yeah. for like computer USBs that can't be distort like put anywhere else because they're toxic to humanity. Like yeah, stuff they, like that. Then you burn it, and then all of a sudden you're destroying the ozone, literally. And that's another thing. I'm a very factual guy, and so I'm not going to say on anything. I really unless, wish we had a fact checker here. Tonight. Yeah, uh, it is absolutely proven that the ozone layer in our atmosphere is being dissolved in certain areas. It's getting thinner. It's no, there's like holes in it, mm. complete holes, like. Yeah, I wish, I wish Maverick was here. He would pull up a he map. Would. But there, there's literally maps because you they can track it. Like yeah. you can see every layer of it. And there are legitimate holes in all these different areas. You know, one thing that I've noticed and I thought was very interesting. What's that? You know where two of the biggest holes are? I'm going to say L, right above LA and uh, right above maybe China. Above China? North Pole and South Pole. Really? That's wild. That's weird, crazy. Weird to think about. And I don't know if it's because of the rotation of the earth that'll spin. spin it the, up there? Yeah. Maybe? A, I don't know. That's but crazy. That, is, that is too ironic because nobody lives there. Yeah. And you kind of wonder, why doesn't anybody live there? If we can live in the hottest regions, you know, the like rainforest and stuff like that. Like, you live in these hot regions. Okay, why can't people live in these cold regions? That's crazy. With the amount of technology we have, why isn't there a country in Antarctica? Uh, the treaty that was signed a long time ago between like 19 different countries pretty much said like, yo, Antarctica's off limits 
this is pretty much only a place for scientific research and whatnot, which I get, dude. Like, Antarctica was a continent connected. It was connected to Africa at one point. Pangea. You're a believer in that. I do believe in Pangea, yeah. Like, dude, there's frozen. You want to explain? Okay. So, Pangea, for anybody that doesn't know, um, is basically this idea that all of the continents at one time, not necessarily all of them, but a lot of them were connected all in one, and then there was... Um, something happened and then they all split and dispersed. Whether that's an earthquake or I personally believe it was a global flood as a Christian. Um, and like it's a blue. tectonic shifts with the flood causing the flood maybe? Yeah, whether it's big tsunamis. I don't know. I think it's wild that like I was when I was going with that, like if you go to Antarctica, there's like whole forest frozen in the ground. Like you can literally wipe off the ice and you'll see full grown trees like I want to go. I, I, it's so hard to get permits too, man. I've, I've, I've gone on my Google before at like 1 a.m. trying to figure out a way. There's cruises that they offer down there, but you can't get on, like you can't get on the continent. Um, but most of the way, most of the reasons for people to get down there is research and you have to have like your, you know, this, this, you have to have your credentials to get down there. Yeah. And, I don't know. I think it's cool that the at least the world and the countries all over the world agreed on at least one thing throughout history and not to fuck with Antarctica. Yeah, well. Who knows what's down there, though? Yeah, I was about to say, uh, you get that many people to agree on Something wild's got to be happening. Yeah, I just, that's... If animals can live in Antarctica, people can live in Antarctica. Yeah, I can't, I think, I can't think it's crazy there's not like a polar bear or like a bear species in Antarctica. It's just penguins. And like fish. Are you sure that polar bears don't live in Antarctica? Yeah, yeah, they don't. They're only in the north North hemisphere. I'm oh, I'm almost certain about that. We'll have to fact check that out. So what the about the North Pole? That's where I'm saying. Like, that's where they are. That's where the polar bears are. There's none in Antarctica. The only thing that lives in Antarctica is like wildlife or marine wildlife and penguins, pretty much. Hmm. There's no like interesting super predator in Antarctica. Like but there is wildlife. Bear. Yeah, yeah, there's marine wildlife and penguins. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I'm just trying to think, like, what makes Antarctica so much different than the North Pole? Why wouldn't there be some kind of predator or something out there? And why are why is there a treaty with all these countries saying that they can't go down there? And Maybe there's proof of something like catastrophic happening. Have you ever heard the, of, like, the DeGrasse Tyson, Neil DeGrasse Tyson, or the, what is it called? The impact theory. It's... The physicist Neil deGrasse Tyson, somebody else came up with that the world was hit with like a huge meteor impact. I think along the lines of 12,000 years ago. Like right, that's why you see that dark age in humanity between like the thriving ancient civilizations and then like the language and writing and everything going away. That's what they believe happened. There's a huge crater out in the Gulf of Mexico that kind of backs that wait, up. Wait, wait, go back. So you said thriving uh, civilizations, and then what What about this dark period, you said? They think that, like, their thesis is that the, the world got hit by a massive asteroid, and it literally put everything on its ass. Like, it, it killed off everything. And it's... Their theory is like, all right, well, life barely... That's what sent us into the Ice Age. Maybe your Pangea theory comes from that. Like, it broke apart by then. But mm. throughout throughout history, there's a dark period for about 2,000 years in humanity where there's no writing, there's no re- records of but anything. But, like, when was that? Does, like... Kind of like after, uh, right around... That's what right I was getting at. the Great Roman Empire, you know? 
right before you see Christianity start coming into the world, right? They think it's kind of that was a reset period for about two thousand years for humanity to get back on its tail. I think there's an interesting theory that goes along with that. Um, think about this: if a meteor hit this planet, right, who's going to survive? The toughest, meanest SOBs out there, right? And you got to believe that has to have something to do with the violence that we see as humans. Maybe like if only the Toughest survive. I mean, that seems to be the kind of, you know, natural selection, the thing that nature runs on. Wouldn't you kind of see how that can might affect people today? How the genes passed on? I know it. I know. I think that's a bit of a stretch. You don't. Uh, uh, for me, for me. I could see some stuff like that happening. Like whenever, whenever I look at conspiracy theories and stuff like that, I'm a very logical person. And so whenever, like, I have a basis on, you know, my moral code and things that I find completely true. And so whenever I think about these things, it's like, okay. I try to put them in perspective. It's like, okay, so I know this is true in my heart, whether, and I am go back to the mm-hmm. Bible on a lot of things, and I I personally think that's factual evidence, but other people would disagree with me, which I, that's fine. But if I can't... It's hard to put in perspective some of the things where it's like there's blank periods and this and that because, first of all, honestly, like for me, if I'm taking the Bible as a fact, which I have to, or it destroys my whole entire belief system, and it basically gives you a timeline from creation all the way till basically the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Some of the things in the Bible are coming true, like the rivers flooding up in the middle of the desert, coming out of nowhere. Stuff like the, uh, oh, what was it, the plagues, lotus mm-hmm. are taking over, El, or Las Vegas, all yeah. kinds of crazy stuff yeah. going on with that. and then a lot of the fires, too. Yeah. They say, they uh, they talked about in Revelations that there will be, like, major wildfires, which I try not to look into that because it also says in the Bible, like, uh, you'll never, uh, no no man can ever predict, predict the end of time. Um, or it's, uh, I'm trying to remember the exact um Bible verse, but it basically says, uh, "No one will ever know the end unless the like the Lord, the Lord's the only person." I'm trying to get the exact you're paraphrasing. Verse, I get it. Yeah, but basically, God is the only person that will ever be able to know the end of time, and so like basically, when everybody's least expecting, it'll happen. Mm, I can see that. I don't know if it's least expecting. There are say like there are things that say like, "Yo, this is the end of the world's." soon to happen after these 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 events happen in the bible i think the bible is just such an interesting book even if you're not a christian you should read it honestly I have. yeah no i'm not saying i'm saying in general oh yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah the stories in there are really cool there's some really cool stories in there and i think it's just a collection of you know really unique things that happen throughout history that you know all right you can learn from this right and there are all these different authors throughout yeah. time and so it's all these different accounts of the same history going through time. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, that's that's interesting. There's 30, I, I, no, I'm not going to say that because I don't know that for sure. But there's a lot of different authors throughout the whole book, and they all agree on one thing, and all of them are thousands of years apart from each other, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Yeah. And I it d- all relates back to one specific event. There is, And this is one thing about Jesus that a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of people are like, oh, I don't believe in God. 
well, you're an idiot if you don't believe that Jesus was never somebody that existed. No, he was a person. It's documented. It is hundred percent docu- documented. He was a live person. Now, whether you believe he was divine or not, yeah, that's where that's the question comes exactly. in. Exactly. And so that is a thing. And so for all you people out there that like <laughs> if you don't believe in Christianity, which is fine, like do your deal. Um, but you it is a hundred percent recorded that Jesus Christ was a person that was in the time period that the Bible wrote him about and did the did a lot of the things that he did in the Bible. He did enough to convince, uh, I don't even know how many people were on the planet back then. I mean, there was other religions, but like, yeah. it's still, I mean, 2000 and I think 20 years later, something along the lines of that, it, there, people still believe in him. Like, yeah. you've had, you gotta have something to, you know, back that, all that up if... You're getting the whole world. Believe. He's the original influencer. <laughs> yeah, you know what's you know what's crazy? Like even in the Bible, um, there's a story uh, in um, how Moses he was a prophet, and uh, and all the Israelites, which was God's chosen people, were in slavery in Egypt, and uh, and basically Moses came in and he was going to deliver them. God told him to deliver his people from slavery and uh, take them away. Yeah. And so Moses comes in. Finally, there was a bunch of plagues that went on the Egyptians. Finally, the Pharaoh says, take them, leave. And so they leave. And uh, and then all of a sudden, the Egyptians basically say, like, oh, no, you're not allowed to leave. Like, we want you back. And so these thousands and thousands and thousands of people are leaving slavery and going, and they get to the Red Sea. And then the Bible says that, um, you know, God gave the power to Moses, and he split the Red Sea in half. And so then... The Israelites were able to cross the Red Sea so they can get around and not get captured by the Egyptians. And when the last person crossed, the Red Seas literally tumbled back in and became a normal sea and drowned all these Egyptians that were chasing them. They found... Like, yeah, I was about to say, they found chariot wheels. They found chariot wheels at the bottom of the Red Sea. Sea. Like, where there shouldn't be a chariot wheel. Why would there be chariot wheels in the middle of the Red Sea? (laughs) Well, I did... I will say there are, like... I've seen before that there are natural occurrences with the Red Sea that have extreme tides. Okay. So, you know, I'm not saying this, maybe God led Moses to there during the lowest tide. And that was him. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom. And that's how it happens though. Like there's videos of like these areas around the Red Sea where when that tide changes, it's coming. And I'm, and that's the thing. And especially with like conspiracy theories and things like that, I am open to this idea. Like whenever they say there's extreme tides in the Red Sea, Mm -hmm. That is a logical way that God, in my opinion, that God could use some of these natural events and natural things happen in a certain way. For instance, a lot of people say about Pangea. I think, honestly, my whole deal about, we've talked about Pangea a lot. I believe that there, it was a huge uh, water layer over the, uh, in the atmosphere. and like uh, firmament, kind of? Yeah, basically, like, it's a, it's a huge, like, H2O, basically something based, um, like, another layer in the atmosphere. And if you looked pre-flood, according to the Bible, they were men that lived hundreds and hundreds of years old. Like the oldest man that was ever recorded in the Bible, he was 969 years old. You imagine? And and there was multiple accounts of these men just living for hundreds of years. And I honestly think that whenever the flood happened, this ozone layer or H2O layer or whatever crashed and flooded the world and it was on Pangea and it spread the whole thing. Okay. 
I can see that. That's an interesting theory. And by the way, everybody at home, these are just theories. Yeah, these, these are not are factual evidence. Theoretical. Yeah. That means I have an objective opinion of my own to look at this stuff. If I want to say aliens are real, by godly, I'll damn say it. Like <laughs> these are all just theories, and it's fun to talk about this stuff. I yeah. we I cannot believe we waited this long to do this because you know we've kind of pitched it back and forth we, we don't we're not really sure what kind of response we're going to get from it but it's it's fun man like it's just yeah. fun to talk about this stuff but i think that's kind of crazy like your your belief and I'm, I'm not calling your belief crazy but like mm. i'm drawing the parallel here because you know in the bible it says uh the world is surrounded by a layer of firmament right firmament is i don't remember that I, part we I can mean, look, we can look it up after but i'm we, yeah. almost certain um and you know, around outside the ferment is water. That's what it says. Mm. Which, if somebody were to crack said ferment somehow, there's going to be a flood. And maybe we're just living in the post period of the ferment, and that's how, like, you know, NASA and them found the hole in the ferment to go out to space. It's all mm. kind of crazy stuff. They're all theories, but it's fun to talk about. Um, that's one that I've, I've seen before that kind of explains. You know, some of the rocket videos that you see when they get up to a certain height, they hit something and it just sits there and spins until it falls. You ever seen that video? Mm -mm. Oh man, there was this amateur, amateur, he was professional in my opinion, because I don't, I don't know rocket science, but he built like the world's highest shooting homemade rocket, right? <laughs> like it was supposed to go to, I believe the stratosphere, right outside, or right outside the stratosphere and re-enter the atmosphere and come back in. It was supposed to go to space. Well, like, it gets up to a certain amount of thousands of feet, and it looks like this rocket just hits, like a dartboard. Like, you know how, like, a, when a dart sticks, it just stops, like, when you throw it, you have a little movement yeah, on yeah. it, but, but it just sticks. Well, this rocket, this whole time, has, like, a GoPro or something attached to it, and it's going, and the spinning, 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 and all of a sudden, boom. It looks like a dart just hits something and just stops, and it's just, like, Barely slow, and they might have gone to outer space, or the guy said it didn't. Might have hit a layer of firmament. You never know. It's kind of mm. crazy to think about. There's all kinds of videos of stuff like that happening. Yeah, it's it's wild because <clears throat> you know what? I'm not getting into that one. Oh, why not? No, 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 no. I'm not. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother one on one. This episode. is our job, man. We are we are no, humans. No, no. I was gonna, I was going to bring out things. stuff about the media, but I'm not getting into that this episode that's a whole nother oh episode. it's all fake yeah it's, it's all fake yeah. that one video that i saw of like all of the national um news agencies reading literally reading the same script about yeah. social media and how it's bad for you and you need to pay attention to the mainstream news because this is where you're gonna get the real news come on dog come on dog yeah the problem is what anything you see on the internet could be Completely Bullshit. fake. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you especially with AI stuff now, like you never know. So what I say is you gotta go to first hand experiences, um, first hand mm -hmm. accounts, and then it's your opinion is evolved from that. And so if you ever truly want to know something, you gotta go to one a professional or whatever. Not necessarily go sit down and have a conversation, but like there's plenty of journalism and stuff about that. Like nowadays, anything with politics, I mean, you can't believe anything you hear because <sighs> because sucks. the left side says one thing, the right side says the complete opposite. And you, I mean, and the truth is buried behind a bunch of mud. Yeah, and so at the end of the day, honestly, I kind of come up with a hybrid between the two. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, dude, I I don't have like I wouldn't say I'm either side. 
don't even, I don't even want to talk about politics. Dude, I just don't... I don't want to say I don't believe in it anymore. I believe in the United States. believe that we'll figure this shit out someday, hopefully. But, like... I think we need to stick to the Constitution that was originally wrote because it worked for so long and it was structured for so long and all of a sudden this... Ten years, yeah. this ten year span that we've been talking about, it just everything's gone up and uproar, and everybody wants to change everything. And it's like it's it's working, it's worked. What do you? It's think, proven to work. What do you think? Like caused that change? Like obviously, like there were some things that were outdated, right? We're not going to talk about that. Like, there were some ideals that were outdated. That like all right, people cultural are people. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but what do you think caused this shift? This this you know. Where we're at now, like, what do you think? Do you think it was money? That's what I think it is. I think it's the internet. Yeah, social media. Completely. I mean, you're. We live in this one-click world, like we've talked about a thousand times. People can come up with these ideas, and now they're bold enough to push them on the internet and not think anybody sees them. And all of a sudden, they get five million, ten million, fifteen million views. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and 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 the problem is that people will see this this comment or idea that somebody pulled out of their butt maybe could be a joke don't know have no factual evidence and put it out there get 15 million views and people will see it and treat it as a factual evidence and fully believe in it wholeheartedly yeah it happens every day with people i say jokes all the time where people don't even realize i'm joking yeah like yeah. i will straight up say something and it's completely out of my butt and people will be like really no, <laughs> I'm just joking. I, man, the internet can, the idea behind it is great. Connect everybody, right? Get everybody yeah. connected, get them all talking, get everybody, you know, like it was supposed to be on the same page, like yeah. literally on the same page. The problem is you have to be smarter than the devices that you're using. Mm -hmm. The devices are supposed to help you become smarter. Well, it's really hard now because those devices are getting so smart. Again. But the crazy. thing is, you you were built in with a humane, logical system where you can control things and do things that other people cannot. Yeah, We have created some of these devices, and that's a whole other rabbit hole with AI and stuff like that. We have to be able to use the devices that we create to better ourselves. Knowledge creates... Uh, there's a whole saying with like knowledge, science, and, um, and technology. I want to... I wanna I know that we're going to make this a shorter episode. We're about to wrap it up here soon because you know we don't get too nutty with our audiences, and we're going to get back to our normal program next week when we have our next guest on. I'm excited about, by the way. But um, th there's a saying out there. I can't remember who the guy was that said it, and he said, and I quote, that humans are the sex organ of the machine world. Yeah. Do you think like that holds any value or weight? You think about all this AI that we're developing that's literally teaching itself now. That's literally becoming somewhat conscious of how to better itself, how to do this, how to do that. And literally, it seems like it can do so many impossible things or things that might take a human hours upon hours to do in the matter of seconds. We could potentially be creating another quote-unquote alien that Species. people are talking about. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's some of the theories out there that people, the things that are visiting here, things are like you know, futuristic or versions of ourselves that, you know, lost to AI and this, it's going out to search again. I don't know, dude. It's crazy to think about that stuff. It's all crazy. They're all theories. But the, I want to say one more thing. The conspiracy theory was created by the government, by the way. Like the term conspiracy theory was created by the government hmm. to discredit people. Interesting. Yeah. 
You don't hear that every day. Mm. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah. I'm going to fact check you later. Go worry. ahead. <laughs> Brian comes up with all these uh, off the walls things that he finds on TikTok. And I'm not saying they don't have no, any no, validation. No, TikTok. I listen to podcasts like all the time. Well, yeah, this and that. Same, same thing. Yeah. But my thing is I'm, I hear them. I think they're interesting. Do I believe I a lot of them? I every theory I, I say. I think they're very interesting. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love to talk about them. I read through a lot of bull crap with a lot of them, though, too. Yeah. And people just are looking for something to explain something. And, like, for instance, oh, this and that. Oh, well, perfect. This conspiracy, it, it explains it all. I, I hate when people, like... You were talking about cults the other day? Yeah. Conspiracy theories are low-key, in a way, certain... Cults types? people. Yeah, Cult. no, yeah. 100%. People will devout themselves to that cause. Yeah. There's people that are out there that will search for aliens until the day that they die. And make sure they have proof somehow. And you're right. It's a cult of people. But a lot of people come together to believe in one thing that somehow, right. sometimes, you know, blinds their better judgment. And I don't get into like, you know, oh, this is real. This is real. This is real. There's only one thing that I think could be real. And that's the aliens thing. Could be. Like I said, could be. But like. No, I think they are. I mean, it would make sense. I think they are. I like, mean, I I think it goes back and forth on to what degree. Yeah. Um, do I think necessarily there's like tons and tons of people out there? No. no. Do I think, could there be living beings out in the universe? Yes. Yeah. I mean, who's there to say that there's not some microorganism on Mars? Like that's technically considered alien life. Yeah. That's extraterrestrial life. It's a living thing. Do I think, I think it's a very selfish idea, idea that we're all alone. I do too. And there's stars and there's planets and like, there's proven things out there. And, for you to believe that we're the only living things on this conscious living. Yeah. Universe. I'm not saying conscious. I'm just saying period. Like you're telling me there's not a, you know, a ladybug on another planet, like, or an ant. I mean, that is a alien. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's gotta be living things on other planets. And for us, like they say, uh, it's like talking about like Saturn and Jupiter, it's like, oh, it doesn't inhabit life. It doesn't have the opportunity to inhabit life. That is from your concept on Earth. Of what life is. Yeah. And so you how 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 can you say that there's no life on Jupiter or Saturn or whatever these gaseous planets? Because everything that you have ever taught, everything you've ever learned, everything you have a whole conscience of is from one planet. And there could be like, you never know, dude, there could be like microorganisms living in the gases of Jupiter. We haven't been there. We wouldn't be able to test out the gases. Like, and that's considered an alien life. You are so right though. You're so right. Like if you think we are the only planet that harbors some form of type of life from microbiological beings to advanced mammals like ourselves like you are nuts. You are crazy. They like, they found, I can't believe, I think it's like 40-something planets now that are in the Goldilocks zone, which is considered, like, not too hot for any life, but not too cold for any life either. But, like, here, like, that can sustain it. Mm. But, like, you never know. There might be a frozen mole rat on Pluto or something. Like, you never know. Uh, If there are animals at the depths of the ocean that can withstand pressures in those temperatures, you're telling me you can't 
withstand gases. There's animals or things that can't withstand gases or or the extreme colds of Mars and the extreme temperatures of Mars. Like, yeah, adapt. Everything adapts, dude. We adapt yeah. to how hot it was today yeah. by pouring water on our face and it was, you know, getting in the studio, getting over our tiredness. But like, yeah, it's crazy, man. I just. People just blow my mind. They're like, there's nothing else out there. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's fun to talk about. Um, honestly, I don't think it's something that I necessarily will have to worry about in my lifetime. Um, you don't think so? I personally don't. I, I think it's I think it's out there. I, if it happens, it happens. Um, what do you think the world would do like, uh, if E.T. was like an actual you think like people would actually give a shit? I mean, literally, the U.S. government says it is a thing, and it, nothing changed. But like, you think it's, that, it, how is it going to affect my day to day life? Yeah. If if you genuinely think about it, okay, yep, there's people on Mars. Okay, awesome. We have yeah. enemies as in America and Russia. Yeah. We have enemies in China. We have enemies all over the world. Afghanistan, Iraq. They don't like us. Like. And we're still here, and I still get up and I go to work. I drink my coffee. I eat my, you know, <laughs> like I get that. I think get that about it, honestly. I know I do get that perspective. I get that perspective. I think it's funny how like Futurama. You ever seen that show, The Futurama, on like Comedy Central? Yeah, it's been a long time though. But like that could be something one day. Would that would that be hilarious? There's just all kinds of different species of intelligent life walking around this planet. We're just going planet to planet. They doing actually, business. They actually did just approve um, the first concept of flying cars. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like USDA. I, I think, was I th- was it USDA or, no, it's DOT, mm-hmm. Department of Transportation. They did actually just approve it. So, who knows? Tesla might be whipping out a. Oh, Elon's already working on it. Yeah. Elon's already got his best guy on it. Model Z or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> I don't know. Well, on this week's episode of the World One Podcast, aliens are real. Um, conspiracy theories were fun to talk about. And I think that's about it. Yep. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, TV, whatever. Yeah. Not yeah. YouTube, TV. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube, Twitter, whatever. All our social medias. Y'all have seen it. Y'all have heard it. It's in the description box. Like, follow, help us in algorithms, all that other good stuff. Hope y'all enjoy the episode. Um, I also want to say thank you, by the way, to our YouTube people. We've actually just surpassed 50,000 views on all of our stuff. Um, shorts and videos included. We just surpassed 50,000 views in just under our year of our first ever release. So thank you to all the people that, you know, Double click, like, comment on YouTube. You're helping us kill it. I mean, 50, 50K, That's doing awesome. something, moving some weight. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. That was so much fun.